you'd like to get us started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Improvised Weapons, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring improvisers and comedians in the great state of Vermont. is Sam Kernett. I am your friendly neighborhood DM. Our cast is made up of John Van Lulling as the dwarven cleric Yarfix Stormhammer. We have Lindsay Haddad as the half-elf warlock Ildov Kartrana. Fred Nauman as the human bard Kessian Von Demos. Nicole Sisk as the half-orc barbarian Olash Mersha. And, of course, our IRL bard, Adam Rabin, on the key. We are coming to you live from Vermont Comedy Club, and we're going to be doing something a little different for this live show. We are holding a raffle. The winner of this raffle will be getting a leopardwood flail dragon tray from Dog Mike Games. It is a beautiful piece of craftsmanship. I am already legitimately jealous of whoever wins this thing. For an example of what Dog Mike does, John, if you could hold up your rolling tray. Uh, they made that Cthulhu rolling tray. Uh, the one that, that we are giving away for this is no less nice. In fact, probably a little nicer because John didn't touch it. Uh, the raffle tickets themselves are one for one dollar or six for five dollars. You can purchase tickets all throughout the show, care of our lovely assistant and back right over there. Uh, And we will be picking the winner at the end. But it is not just that. You may have noticed that each of our players has an empty pint glass in front of them. When you purchase your tickets, you keep one half, the other half goes into the player's glass of your choice. The corresponding player can then trade in one of those tickets for an extra D4 on any roll, or five of those tickets for advantage on any roll. You can literally turn the tide. Let's get into it now. Last time on the show, Cassian rocked a new tune in the lore house to spread the word that something truly dangerous would rise in the city of Bastafier in the not-too-distant future. Then, the crew left town in the direction of the mountains to search for the legendary weapon, Ajia's Tear. There were a few attempts at further interrogating Gulric, but they weren't able to get much info out of him. Yarfik was visited in the night by Ajia, the goddess of life, who brought some insight to his internal moral conflict. The party were forced to think quickly several times to keep Kathak from innocently discovering his captive boss in the wagon, but they were able to make it through their first night on the road without incident. They are now all saddled up and traveling on. So, you find yourselves on the path at about noon. What kind of pace do you want to keep, and where are you going? You'd like to know that, too. Uh, yeah. So, uh, both Yarfik and Olash, since they've actually traveled through this area before when they were traveling south before the party was technically formed, uh, you guys each have a map, which I will give to you. An extra map? So that's one for you, and that one's for Yarfik. This is what they're looking at, everybody. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know how to use art assets in Adobe Illustrator. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a city planner. <laughs> Should have been a civil engineer. So we're, we're coming north from Bostavir? You guys uh, set out east from ah. Bostavir. So you are on the road between Bostavir and Crossroads. Uh, from Bostavir to Crossroads is about 50 miles. You guys have traveled about five so far. Well, I mean, if we're on our way to Crossroads, maybe we should keep going there and ask someone if they've heard anything about Ajias uh, Tier. You think, you think somebody in, in Crossroads might know? Well, it's a place where everyone kind of crosses through. I would assume somebody might know. I figured that was just marketing, but I guess we're going to try it. I'm just giving examples here. You know, you're bleeding the part here. Your name's on the crest. It feels, uh, honestly, it feels like a, a, a pretty indirect way to go. I mean... So you want to just bushwhack across the Great Forest to go straight into the mountains? Kind of. How are you guys at trailblazing? Well, Lush, you're the trailblazer, not me. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> y yes, you can handle it, or yes, you're paying attention to our conversation? <laughs> Both. A hundred percent. So if, if we were to just strike out directly... <laughs> well, Lush, you're, you're a mystery wrapped inside an enigma sometimes. So what's the marching order right now? I'm assuming that the cart is the farthest back in the party. Okay. And I'm, I'm driving the cart. Unless you want someone guarding I think I'm near the cart. Because you just can't be that far away from Gulrick at any time. <laughs> Shut up, son. <laughs> <laughs> watch you like a hawk. I think. So, so Ildov taking up the rear, then the wagon. Uh, Kathak and I should probably be towards the front. Okay. <laughs> And then um, casting in the middle. Yeah, I'm just kind of like riding around on daybreak, sometimes ahead, sometimes behind, just depending on how the lost in my thoughts and my. Uh... You're just doing like figure eights around the party? <laughs> I'm trying to teach daybreak dressage, so I had a. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I, I do know a nice little tavern up in Felstrup that we could stop for the night. I mean, that's a, that's a nice little place up there. Oh, we can get there in one night? I was under No, we can't get there in one night, but I know you know, we can stop there for the night once we get there. And that gets you into the Great Forest, which you wanted to go through. It just, it seems like a more direct route to the mountains. To one of the mountains. Yeah. Well, this, the way we're going, it's, it's totally right angle. It's, this Somehow, is an extremely orderly continent. put this together, when they made the worlds, the gods were very good at diagonal lines. It's all 90 degree angles. <laughs> the gods were also we, civil engineers. I just, I just want to double check. We still have two passengers in the wagon, right? Nope. No. Oh. That, that's why uh, I roused us all out of our slumber. He hasn't but said was... anything because Kathak hasn't asking questions. Yeah. So Yarfik okay, so freed I... the guard right. uh, the night okay. before, handed him five gold and a sack of rations, and told him to run away. And none of us have looked in the wagon. No one's tried. I mean, I was sleeping in the wagon when it happened. But... <laughs> <laughs> so you just got up, stumbled out, and didn't notice. Uh, it's okay. I mean, I had a, had a, by Kathak. It's okay. It was a very emotional day. <laughs> she was a little flustered. <laughs> what do we know about the Dusk Hills? Just out of curiosity. It sounds ominous. Uh, it's not that ominous. Um, they, it's a very hilly region. A lot of halflings make their homes there. Hearth Hill is sort of like the halfling capital um, off to the, the uh, east and north of Crossroads. Um, it is, I mean, it's difficult terrain to go through with a wagon for sure because it's very hilly and rocky in places. Um, so it would be difficult to sort of trailblaze through. That's kind of why they invented roads. 
Fair enough. All right, I guess I guess we'll go. We might as well keep going for Crossroads. We're already on the way to Crossroads. We might as well head there, and then if we don't, if we can't find any useful intel there, to Brightcleft. I guess. That sounds good. I'm, I'm on board. I'll get Beatrix and Claude when they need to go. Okay. Great. What kind of pace do you guys want to keep? I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say Beatrix? Yes. How dare you? I know. <laughs> it's Beatrix. I know. <laughs> he, he appreciates you getting his name right. So I, what kind of pace how, do you guys want to keep? I mean, how fast can we go? Yeah, I'm thinking fast. Fast pace will get you about 30 miles a day. Okay, are there like penalties? Will we be exhausted if we do that? Or? Uh, you won't, because you're on a horse, but the horse will be. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to carry the horse, in which no. case, yes, you will be exhausted. <laughs> He's a noble, noble steed. I, I'd say let's go as fast as we can without like totally burning out the horses. Okay. So you guys are going to take up a fast pace. Great. Uh, what if, what are people doing while you're traveling? Are you guys just like heads on a swivel, looking around, not talking? Is anyone trying to accomplish anything while on the journey? I spy with my little eye something green. Is it a treat? Yes, it's a treat. You, you haven't spent a lot of time in forests, have you? I have quite a few in forests, but I am, I'm observing trees. I assume at some point I'm going to uh, look in the wagon. <laughs> I mean, it stands to reason that someone should probably check on your prisoner at some yeah, point. I mean, like, I'm if I'm closest to it, I'm going to... Yeah, but you're driving. You, you're you busy. You do you. Keep your yeah. eyes on the road, Yarvik. Sure, yeah. There are pedestrians. I'm, just, I'm reminiscing about Ajia's laugh and how wonderful I'm jamming. I'm just picking out some tunes on my on my mandolin, you know, like that. It sounds <laughs> <laughs> your uh, your 88 key mandolin. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of a mandolin tar, really. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> a kidolin, you know. Kidolin. <laughs> Great. So so Ildov, you're gonna go and check on Gulric in the wagon. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna peek my head in and be like, hey, uh, hey, Gulric. Hey, what? This? Uh, uh, you would hear this, yes. Yarfik. Yes. There's a, we only there's one. Someone's missing. Yup. <laughs> yup. <laughs> what? What? Right up uh, here to the front, and uh, get alongside me. I'll explain everything when we get up here. Okay. Uh, so I do that. Yep. Right up to the front. You're astride. So the reason we set off so fast this morning is um I let the guard go. You let the guard go. Yeah. Okay. He, he had nothing to do with this. We just kind of took him along because he was guarding the, the house. But he, but he knows who we are. Yeah, he does. He knows who I am. Yes, he does. That's bad. It's bad, but where he's going to is also going to be bad. I told him to go home and get his family out of Vasafian to save somebody because he's just he was he's, just being paid. He's not gonna. He's gonna go. He's gonna set people off after us. Do you know him personally? No, but we know. The kind of people that Gulrick associates with. Kavak. Okay, bad example. <laughs> <laughs> There's good in him. There's good in everyone except for Gulrick back there. Okay, I might disagree him. with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we went through this when I tried to interrogate him. I know how much you like him. It's not a, I would say it's a curiosity at best. <laughs> <laughs> the words, we have so much in common, came out of your mouth in a very kind of almost romantic way. 
Okay, we're not here to discuss my love life. <laughs> we're here to discuss, discuss the fact that you let that our I prisoner go. That should not have died yeah. in our care. Yeah, wait, should not have what? <laughs> I was visited last night by Agia. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> I said, oh, good. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. I was visited by my goddess last night, and she reminded me of where my loyalties lie and who I really am. And this man did nothing to us, and we were taking him along and keeping him prisoner against his will, just because he did a job. I'd rather he go and save himself and be safe away or in the sh you know in the shit if he has to be, but not with us. We don't need to drag him along with us. Galric, yes, for at least as long as we have to, but not an innocent. And I would think you would think I... the same thing because you want what's best for the entire world. You're with us. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do I believe her? <laughs> roll insight. First roll tonight. <laughs> that is a twenty-one. <laughs> roll either persuasion or deception, depending on whether you're telling the truth. You don't have to tell me which one it is. Just tell me the total. Yarpik is surprisingly insightful for somebody who's so bad at people. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> so, uh, were you lying? No. She was not lying. You believe her. Well, I'm glad to hear you're on board. I'm sorry that I didn't consult everybody. We had been talking a little bit about getting rid of them farther up the road, but th this man was an innocent. He didn't need to be stuck in the back with Gulrick. I'm, he, and eating he, all the food. Thank you for that bird that told me that. <laughs> this man signed up to work with Gulrick, and my feelings aside, we know Gulrick is generally not a great person. Can I? Do we, do we know that? No, I would say by this point, Cassian is, is finished one part of the figurine, <laughs> and you're coming back around. So you, you see them in sort of a heated discussion, sure. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not butting in, I'm just curious. <laughs> just eavesdropping. <laughs> Look, this well, is how bards come up with material for songs. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> all the juicy gossip uh, peer into the hearts of, of men and women and dwarves. Yeah, those are the three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the categories. While that's going on, the half orcs, not included in what bards write songs about, right. apparently, uh, are both they can sing for themselves. Are both out front. <laughs> Um, let's get perception checks from, uh, from Olash and Kathak. Too busy looking at each other. Uh, we'll find out in a moment. 16. 16. Uh, so as you two are riding out front, you're, you're quiet, mostly. Just kind of keeping your heads on a swivel. Every so often, like, you steal a look at each other, and then, like, quickly look away and <laughs> smile. And then, uh, as you're doing that one time, you're, you're swiveling your head back, and you see maybe like 50 or 60 feet down the road, there's, uh, there's a donkey. It's just sort of standing by the side of the road, munching on grass. Uh, and as you get a little bit closer, you see that it has like a, a big padded yolk around its neck, um, but it's not attached to anything. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stop and let everybody know. Okay, so you guys stop, wait for everyone to catch up. Uh, what do we think? Do we need a donkey? <laughs> okay. Like, are we putting it together a menagerie, or are we just... Y Yarfik let the guard go. Yeah, that's why we got up in such a hurry. Did you say that out loud also, everyone's... Wait, um, who, what, what are you talking about? 
Uh, it's me, Kthak, I'm here. Oh. That's, um, that's like an expression that we use, meaning let your guard down. It's just a regionalism. Oh, oh, friend. I thought it was like a, like a euphemism for like farting or something. Oh, I, like, I you, you let the guard shot, go. I kind of love that. I kind of want to get that into the rotation. I'll remember that for next time. Can we, I'm going to telepathically connect with uh, Cassian for a second and be like, did you seriously know about this? I mean, not while it was happening. I found out about it when I took over my shift, and that's why I hustled us up, up and got us moving. I mean, right. I don't think we have many options except to try to stay ahead of any pursuers. I love that they're intensely staring at each other right now across the circle with nothing going on. All right, I don't okay. really care if Kadok thinks there's something going on with me. I'm comfortable with that. I mean, um, I guess we'll just keep an extra eye out behind us. I mean, unless you've got a better idea. I mean, do you, can you think of any? Do you have any anti-pursuit countermeasures that you can? No, no. Uh, Cover our tracks. Um, are they just like having a stare down about the donkey? What's going on right now? <laughs> they get lost in each other's eyes quite often, and it's it's just we have to wait till it's done. It's kind of a thing. Okay. Um, I mean, I can turn something invisible for an hour, but that's... You know, not, I mean, sometimes that, you, I don't wanna... you just get stuck in their eyes and you can't stop looking. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that I'll... I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that. Fair I enough. feel like yeah, you yeah. might need that later. I, I say let's just keep going. Okay. And then out loud I say, I don't feel like I need to do any, we need to do anything with this donkey. I, <laughs> I mean, unless anyone really feels like we need to return it. I'll go get him off the side of the road and send him on his way. That's a good idea. Get up out of traffic. Is How that, do you know do you what its way is? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna get a nice little pot and hope to it just should, does well. Should we not be what? curious, like where he came from? Yeah, like, like why? I assume someone's donkey wandered off, right? I mean, some farmer. Or someone left him. As I hope. Yeah, Yarfik, you go investigate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess we could just tie it up to the wagon, and if we pass somebody who's missing a donkey, we can say, "Hey, we found your donkey." You know? It's true. Lost and found type situation. I mean, you know, also, we'll correct the misapprehension. Or we get to town, we don't need a donkey, we can sell a donkey to someone there. We're gonna sell someone else's donkey? It's a flotsam jetsam situation, there are like <laughs> legal things about it. Yeah, what are the salvage laws around here? <laughs> I'm not from here. I'll have to look through my book on salvage laws in the, uh, the dust kills. Alright, whatever. I ride over to the donkey and like grab its tether and roll animal and handling. Tether it up to the, oh, yeah. <laughs> What, if, what skill is that? Animal, animal handling? Wisdom. No, I mean uh, <laughs> ability, excuse me, gosh. Forget my D&D terms. That was, was cocked. Really nice. <laughs> um, that was a seven. I'm going to go ahead and add one of my D4s to that. That's fine. <laughs> so I, got I, have, I haven't said whether or not you lost. I got, I got D4s to burn. Pop that ticket in here. <laughs> okay, what's my wisdom bonus? Zero, so that's a nine for animal handling. Nine. Uh, so you uh, you ride over, sort of astride the donkey. It looks up at you, and you go to, to grab the rope that's attached to the yoke that it's wearing, and it goes to, to bite at you. I dodge? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make contact. Yildov, um, can you take the oxen and drive the cart for a second? Or just hold on yeah. so they don't go away? You trust me? Not to not let them run away. Yes, because I'm gonna go down and get this donkey. But okay. Screw this donkey. Let it starve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go and get the donkey. Okay. Roll animal handling. Oh my god. Uh, that is twenty-one. Twenty-one. So you approach uh, on foot, non-threatening, closed mouth, no bared teeth or anything like that. Um, and it's uh, oh, donkeys are a lot like chimpanzees. Everybody I was knows. <laughs> 
so you're constantly smiling. So I, that's a yeah, I went up to that donkey just wearing my usual <laughs> yeah. manic grin. Just and beaming. I was trying to eat it. And I thought you were manic. <laughs> it was worried. Uh, but Yarfik, you approach and you're able to, you're just, you're like cooing at it, being very, exactly, uh, donkeys love pigeons, so it's a very calming thing. And you, you approach it, give it like a pat on the side, uh, and you grab the rope. Uh, in picking up the rope, you can see that the end of it is actually frayed. It looks like it, it broke. Broke or bitten through? Broke, not bitten through. Uh, but you're, you're able to lead it over and sort of hitch it to the back of the wagon so it can be dragged along with you, essentially. Well, I'll wash it. I assume it's still going to be able to walk. I mean, that's up to the donkey. It. You know. Okay, I don't want to keel-haul a donkey, so if it starts to just go... Well, to keel-haul it, it would have to go under the wagon. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll make sure that it's fine. Okay, we'll just hang, tie it up here like part of the team. It'll be fine. Yeah, you give it some oats. Hey, oats, 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 oats. You didn't want me to talk to the donkey. <laughs> if you'd like to, it's you gonna, can ask it what happens. It's going to take too much time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it takes like 10 minutes, right? Yeah, it's like a whole She's got to do the hustle. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Is there a limit to how many times a day you can do that? No. No? She so. just has to have time yeah. to do the 10-minute ritual. It's just 10 ritual. minutes awesome. of the hustle. Well, Which is awesome. If we decide we need to interrogate this donkey, we'll... Or just ask it questions. That's what interrogation is. Yeah. That doesn't that's imply for- torture. No, it's forceful. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so you've got your extra donkey now, and you're making your way down the I'll road. I'll mark that on my sheet. Yes, put it in your, your pack. Uh, donkeys weigh about 500 pounds. Does that put you over your carrying capacity? <laughs> oh, but he's a you are now encumbered. I'm taking my armor off. I'm just going to make a dwarf with a donkey on my back. Oh, that is... Disturbing. Uh, so you continue on down the road. Uh, I'm assuming you guys are in the same marching order, roughly. I'm riding behind now. I'm keeping you out of eye shot because I don't need. Nobody needs to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nobody needs to see your naked bod. As you continue down further, uh, Olash and Kathak still out front. Uh, you see, sort of far off, you see there's um, a small cart in the road. Uh, it's just a two-wheeled cart. Uh, there's like a big like barrel in the back of it, um, and it seems to be moving a little bit. You don't see anybody around it, um, but it seems like there's one wheel that is just sort of like down in a in a ditch, uh, and it's just sort of moving. Like there might be somebody behind it who's who's trying to push it out. It's about fifty feet off. Okay. Again, I stop and let everybody know. Okay. <laughs> don't help the person. Just. I ride up and I call out, "Welcome! Have you lost a donkey?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, from from behind the cart, uh, out walks a uh, a dwarven man. Um, he is uh, wearing simple brown robes. He's got a rope tied about his waist. He's got gray hair and a big gray beard, and, and the hair on his head is sort of styled in like a friar's ring, so bald on top with a ring around it. Um, very monkish. Um, and he uh, he looks at you and he says, "Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? You said something about a donkey." Yeah, we found a donkey on the road. We thought it might be yours. Oh, oh, yes it is. Oh, that's... The damned fool pulled free when I was trying to loose the cart from the hole. Then he just wandered off in that direction, and the other one wandered off in the other direction. I couldn't rightly follow either for fear of losing the cart. Totally understandable. Well, uh, quest completed. <laughs> he had the donkey over. You want to try to hand the donkey over? Oh, no, you, you should probably hand it over. <laughs> <laughs> I have down off the wagon, I untie him, and I walk him over. Should we help him get the cart out? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, we can oh, okay. unstick him. Uh, as you guys are all sort of bringing the donkey over, you know, um, I salute him. disembarking, he, uh, he says, Ah, oh, where are my manners? Uh, my name's Albert Ador. Uh, most people call me Albi. Uh, you all are. 
Cassian Von Demos and the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate. Uh, I'm a hero of legend. Um, oh gosh, it's so hard to keep track these days. Attorney, uh, expert tunneler, uh, uh, winner of, of trials and tribulations, uh, lover of men and women, just all around great dude. Uh, and this is um, Olash and Ildav and Yavr. What I meant to say there was Balash. Um, Most people call me Valera. It's Valera! That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you need help unsticking your ride here? Oh, yes, absolutely. That would be very much appreciated. Thank you. Oh, let's Great. tie up yeah. your donkey to the front and uh, put it in the right place. Maybe a little pulling can help. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And as you walk around the front, he sees the tattoo on your face. And he, uh, he goes, what tattoo? <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, the one goes, that's been such an integral part of the story. Of he goes, uh, <laughs> he says, hi, uh, are you of Clan Stormhammer? I am. Oh, I- I'm of Drakefall. Oh! You don't happen to have any news from back home, do you? I haven't been back to board in some time. You and me both. No, I've been out adventuring, taking my time out, and letting the past be the past. So, finding my own way, just like you. Finding a way in the world away from board. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you've got a bit more of a story there that you're unwilling to tell, but if I push just a little bit... It's up to you if you want to or not. I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to leave it as is. I adventure with the Adventuring Syndicate here, and we are heroes of legend, about to stop a great evil. I mean, you know, okay. I'm always up for hearing some more backstory. <laughs> you really want me to... I can help him move his card first. I mean, though. we're gonna help him move the card, but we gotta talk about something while we do that, right? Like, I feel like I know very little about you. Look, can we be having this conversation while we brace yeah, ourselves? Yeah, guys, let's, let's, uh, let's have a little card talk. <laughs> what did you say your name was? Kathak? <laughs> sure. So roll, uh, roll yeah. strength. Yeah. Everyone who's helping push. Yeah. I, it's not even worth it. Uh, 14. 13. I guess. 26. Yeah, uh, 15. Uh, so... All of you sort of go to the back. Uh, there's not really a lot of room for everybody to get behind it right away. Uh, so, you know, Yarfik and Cassian and Ildov slash Valera sort of get in there first. Uh, and you're all trying to push, and it's just, like, the donkey's not helping. Because um, he's just being a little, he's, he's being ass. a stubborn ass, yeah. Um, so oh, that's where that comes from. He's not really, he's not pulling very much. And you guys, you're trying to push, but it's just, it's hard to, like, get it up over the lip of this ditch. Uh, so you all sort of like step back, take a break, stretch a little bit, and then Olash comes in just one-handed. <laughs> pushes it up over the lip like it bumps into the back of the donkey and it starts walking forward. Um, and you, you get it up and out over the lip of it. Roll perception really quick. Everybody? Everybody. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, 13. <laughs> Three. Oh. Eleven. Oh. Five. Wow. Does okay. the get to roll? <laughs> Actually, he does. Come on, NPC. Oh, yeah, he's saving your asses. Um, so, uh, Kathak takes a look at the cart once it's up out of it, and he says, um, uh, Excuse me, uh, Albie. Um, uh, it looks like there, there is space here for two donkeys. Uh, you, are, you are missing another one. 
Uh, and Albie says, uh, yes, yes, I am. I am. The other one, it walked off in the other direction. Um, I, don't, I don't suppose I could trouble you all to see if you could find it. I mean, I can make do with one, but I'll be getting to the city very slowly. Are you going to Crossroads? No, no, I'm going to the Bastavir. Oh, you might want to go back to Crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's, it's like 44 miles in the other direction. Yeah, Bastavir is not such a hot place to be right now. But I've got to deliver this keg. And that's when he pats the barrel on the back of the cart, and you realize it's it's not a, a just a normal barrel. It's a gigantic keg. It's probably about like two dwarves tall. <laughs> Listen, that's what we measure our kegs. I, yes. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kiss the dwarf on the cheek. <laughs> Thank you. And look him in the eye and say, I really think you'd be better off coming back with us to Crossroads. He blushes, and he says, uh, I, I I appreciate that. I do. Uh, but I've I've got an order. I've got to deliver this. It's for Imperimas. It's for the great pour out. Yeah, if their biggest problem is that they're missing one keg, that it's gonna be a lot. Be- they're gonna be a lot better off than we thought. There are dark times coming to Bastavir. That's why we're on the road. Well, that's why I'm gonna deliver this. It's to to lighten the mood. It's gonna take a little more than that, I think. Look, remember how I said we were heroes of legend? I, I covered that, right? <laughs> you, you said something about trials and tribulations and tunneling. I, I kind of yeah. got lost in all of it. It's It all ties in somehow. I, I haven't f- quite figured out how, but it's all related. Point is, there's a prophecy uh, of, a, of a great ter- and terrible evil awakening in Bostofier. <laughs> right on Empire of Ast, as uh, luck or the reverse of luck would have it. Uh, you I think it's called just, bad luck. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> what what Cassian is trying to say is there's going to be a major darkness falling over the city and evil spreading and all the innocent people there might be in, in complete danger. And we are now on the road to find the thing that can stop it. But I don't want you going down that road. Oh, speaking of which, have you heard of a GST here? Do you know where it is? I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, working on very Yarfic well. role persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the listener, Yarfik has just uh, spent one of his raffle tickets to add a, D- a D4. 19. 19. A D4 really helped. <laughs> a great darkness, you see. Yes. Well, uh, maybe I'll just go make the, my delivery and then leave. Why don't we go back to Crossroads, you can show me the amazing uh, ale that you brewed, and we can talk old times about boar and catch up a bit. And I can tell you that backstory that I was so cagey about look, telling you before. Look, I'm, I'm six miles away. You want me to travel 44 miles in the other direction? I, I just feel like I'm, I'm so close. How much were they paying you for the ale? Are you... Are, are you suggesting that you'd buy it? I just want to know. I'd like to know what your home is going for. While the dwarves are talking, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion in the direction of... Bastafir? Yeah, in the direction of Bastafir that makes it look like there are like dark storm clouds brewing. Okay. Um, like there's like an ominous evil over the city. I'm going to do my Minor Illusion when I see what, what Skilldoff's doing. I'm going to add some like faint screams like... <laughs> <laughs> what? 
and then I'm going to say, oh, goodness, it's starting. <laughs> what's, uh, what's going on over there? I mean, if you say you're heroes, why don't you go help? Uh, we're trying to. It's, uh, there's a thing we need. Have you heard of Aji's too? Do you know where it is? I don't know what that is, no. The, I, I say the name in Dwarven that I can't remember off the top of my head right now that was in the book with Exodus. Uh, uh, Blindoros Ithrun? Blindoros Ithrun. The, the blinding blade? No, Absolutely. I don't, uh, I don't know. That's what we're what seeking. You... Okay. That's going, to help. that's going to help this. Okay, well, I have no context for why I that's know. important. <laughs> we understand. So that's fine. If we can go back to, I just want to know how much your ale is worth. It's worth, it's worth a lot, okay? This is our like, special I think, I think Olaj has something some, to say. Can I just, like... Open the, well, I was gonna say open the keg and start drinking. <laughs> uh, roll dexterity. Alright. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna use one of my raffle tickets. Okay. So it's, it's one. one. One ticket for a d4 or five for advantage. <laughs> oh, she really wants this beer. I'm gonna do five. Okay. <laughs> yes! Woo! Woo! Yes! <laughs> Holy so, uh, that was dexterity? Yes. So that's 18. 18. So, you make a beeline over to the back of the keg. Uh, and you start futzing with the, the cork on it to try it and loose it from it. And uh, Alberador just sort of sees it from like over over Yarfik's head and runs over and like karate chops your hands down off of it uh, and just goes, no, no, what are you doing? You can't, no, you, you, th- this is not for you. Look, I appreciate that you helped me with the donkey, but this is pay- bought and paid for. All right, well, you know, as awesome as this conversation is, uh, we super don't have time for it. And we extra <laughs> super duper double do not have time to go fetch your donkey and bring it back to you. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna keep on keeping on. Team, roll out. All right, I understand. Bye. I, I mean, if you do see it on your way, if you could just maybe point it in this direction. Yeah, we'll send it, it your way smack. and give it a slap, yeah. Thank you. You know, if, Sorry you, if you stayed close to us and we found the donkey together, then you can go back and go right in. I mean, it's just a little different, so that way... I only have one donkey. I'll slow you down. Eh. No, we are on a time crunch. Yeah, we kind of need to. <laughs> well, now because the, the, the storm I see the storm clouds going on. I yeah. understand. Fine. So he uh, goes, gets up on his cart, sort of pulls his cloak up over his head, expecting if make, rain. If you make it back to Bor, tell my father that you know me and that... Uh, I'm making him proud. <laughs> He's not gonna want to okay. say anything. Um, I, I don't live there. I know, I'm that's just not, get back to <laughs> if you get back That's there. not where I came from. I came from Pelder's Abbey. I'm I, one of the brooder monks I'm there. I'm not a yeah. border, I understand where you're coming from. I just said, if you ever get back there. Do you though? Because I didn't tell you where I came from. <laughs> I didn't know the exact place you came from. Yeah, we, we're rolling. We're, we're rolling on. We're, we're going. Yeah, we're like leaving Yarkis <laughs> Thanks for the help. You continue on. I blow him a kiss as we're leaving. <laughs> he, uh, he's, he's sort of looking back as you guys are doing that, and he, he sees it. He catches it. Aw. <laughs> Puts it in his pocket. Um, so you are continuing on. Uh, and you, uh, you keep going further and further. Uh, eventually you get to a point where you see uh, sort of farther ahead of you, 
Um, they're, uh, the trees sort of thin out a little bit. They're a little more sparse. Uh, there are some large rocks here and there, always off to the side of the road. I mean, people still cleared this out purposely. And you see that there's a river ahead of you as well. As you're approaching it, uh, let's get some more perception checks. 18. 13. 14. Uh, no, wait. Uh, 16. 17. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting what my perception skill is. It's, it's the one three. called perception. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's literally nice. labeled that. Yeah. 15. This is episode 43, Fred. Oh, God. So, as you are continuing forward, you begin to hear some noises. They're a little bit troubling. Uh, you're hearing sort of these growls and yips. Um, they're getting louder the closer that you get to the river. Do they sound like dogs or like something else? It's a little indiscriminate from the distance that you guys are right now. Um, but as you get closer and closer, they get louder and louder. And uh, on top of the growls and yips, you also hear... Um, hear other noises you hear uh like the noise of like breaking uh like uh, like oh it almost sounds like like wood being broken um or something being being shattered um like roughly uh you hear what might possibly be chewing sounds is this coming from the back of the wagon is getting out? <laughs> no i already said it is coming from the direction that you were going he's not chewing through the wagon <laughs> So I don't think I've ever heard him yip. <laughs> I have my eye on him. It's yeah. okay. I'm drawing my rapier. I'm stowing my mandolin. Okay. Uh, is you guys still continuing on? Yeah. I've been dressed this whole time. <laughs> so as you continue further, uh, you get to essentially the edge of the map that we have on the table right We're now. The so the, uh, the far edge right over there where, uh, where Yarfik and Cassian are closest to you guys. Um, and you can see now on the other side of the bridge, uh, you see the other donkey. Um, or at least you see what's left of it. Uh-oh. It is on its side, towards the side of the road, uh, and around it, you see four lanky creatures. Uh, they're roughly humanoid, they're fur-covered, mangy. Their rear legs uh, are bent like that of a dog, but they stand upright. Uh, one of them, you can see clearly, is a head taller, uh, and he has eyes that, that shine. Uh, they're all one color, and they shine almost like a black light. Um, that particular one is holding leashes, each of which is attached to a smaller furry beast the size of a large dog uh, that has large jaws and a sloped back. He's got six of those in all. They're each wearing tattered scraps of cloth, uh, and they seem to be speaking to each other with those same yips, barks, and growls that you heard earlier. Uh, and that's all in between pushing each other out of the way to lean down, feed, uh, and come up with a mouth dripping of blood and viscera. So I'm assuming you guys probably want to stop. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, I feel less bad about blowing that guy off now. He was never getting a stoky back. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know what these things are? Roll nature. <laughs> Your best skill. Can I roll two? Yeah, yeah anyone, you, you guys can all see them. You can all roll nature to see if you know what they 15. are. 15. Nature. Uh, 
Nice. Nat 20. Whoa! Oh, oh, no, 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 you gotta, you gotta... Tambourine! Tambourine! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, as uh, you, you have now stopped, you're all sort of on, on equal level, so you can speak to each other quietly. Um, and just as uh, Cassian and Ildov are about to be like, oh, I think I know what those are, Olash is like, they're gnolls! <laughs> Uh, you you know that they are gnolls. So they are large, humanoid, hyena-like creatures. Uh, they tend to roam the land in small packs, um, attacking things that uh, that they see, see as easy, being easy prey, uh, which is probably why they preyed upon a solitary donkey. Um, they tend to be pretty chaotic creatures, um, and they also can uh, breed like rabbits. Hot. <laughs> Uh, but as of right now, they have not noticed you. You are all still off the edge of the map. We the can actually. The is the only way across that river. Yes, uh, there there are some ways you could get across. The rocks in the river are technically close enough that you could jump across, but you wouldn't be able to get the wagon across them. It's about uh, it's about seven to ten feet from the edge of the river down to the uh, the water level. So, so, and sorry, are they right on the other side, or like how far? Well, how let's far? get some minis out. Minis! Woo! Minis! Minis on Seven the map. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some well-armed gnolls. Yeah. Hold on, almost done. Jolly battles. <laughs> <laughs> it's so jaunty. Oh, there are some ugly little bastards. Those ones look less threatening. I was just saying, there's only four of them. We could probably get, like scare them off, but that's a lot. Uh, so there are four gnolls, uh, one of them very large, uh, and then six hyenas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to leave the card behind just in case there's more gnolls in the woods. But I don't know if we want to start a fight with a, a group that big. Can we? Can I like motion everybody to sort of get like duck behind something so we can't be spotted? Sure. Yeah. You guys, uh, you pull over. There's a large boulder off to the side, so you sort of pull over everything behind that. Mm-hmm. Have a powwow. I, I. So I say. So you said they like easy prey, right, Olash? I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we could. Um, maybe I, we could make an illusion of some easy looking prey. Another, you know, oh, another fat-looking donkey wandering yeah. off into the woods, you know, just to spitball in here so yeah. they, they leave us alone. I mean, it's my illusion is you can only it's the range is only thirty feet. So well, I have silent image, which is sixty feet. So oh. Can I reach them from where we're at? Shout it out. Well, are we right behind this rock? No, 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 no. You guys are not on the map yet. Oh, oh okay. That's if you were on the rock, they would have definitely noticed you. The, well, Eighteen a, foot wagon. It's not on a grid. How do I count it? Yes, it is. Oh, so, so it is. <laughs> it's too far. Yeah, it's. What do you think far. I am, a fucking amateur? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna. I want to try and sneak up to this rock. Okay. Uh, and get to where I can send an image past them. Yeah, take your. Dude. 
and actually we can we can dole out everybody. <laughs> so if you guys want to pass those down, that's you four and Kasak. I'll take Kasak. Yeah, There's you your wagon. <laughs> <I will. laughs> There's the that's wagon. You. No, that's not me. That's no, this is you. Is this Gulric in here? Yeah, Gulric's in the wagon. I know. And then there's Beatrice and Claude. Thank you. Oh, Beatrice and Claude. Okay. That's a wide stance. We're not quite there. Yeah, we're not like off. We're not this far. Just, just be careful about putting the wagon up next to the glass because of the condensation and it's made of paper. Yeah. All right. It's out of the danger zone. Okay, so I'm gonna try and. I like that Beatrice and Claude are like part of your posse <laughs> for fighting them. You're like, what? You got a problem with that? No, not at all. Oxen's doing it for themselves. So, Cassian. Yeah, I'm trying to. Speak Roll stealth. Okay. I'm assuming all the horses are behind the wagon. Uh, did you put them there? I didn't put them there. You. you I'm putting D right behind the wagon when I go sneaking. Alright, that's a 23 for sneaking. Okay. That's a hell of a skill sneaking. For once, for once, we are actually stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, you sneak forward and you make it up right behind the boulder. Uh, <laughs> cool. All right. And then I'm gonna cast a silent image of a donkey, a, a real fat donkey, right, right, just in the corner of their vision, sort of ambling off in that direction. Okay. Uh, so you peek around the uh, the boulder. You make a big, fat, juicy-looking donkey, mm-hmm. uh, just sort of ambling off. Uh, how? What are, what are the limitations on silent oh, image? Actually, like how long does it last? Well, it's um, concentration up to ten minutes. So I'm not, I'm just kind of trying to like get them. Is actually this is probably I probably should have asked this before I came up with this plan. How <laughs> That's dense, not your style. <laughs> How dense are the woods off to the other side of the knolls? Not particularly. Tree, the tree cover is pretty sparse. The way you use all of those green blobs those are, are the trees. trees. Okay. So. Oh, okay. so it's not something that a donkey could plausibly disappear into? <laughs> uh, I mean, like a, you know, a spectral donkey or an astral donkey? Well, like, a, no, I want them to think it's a physical flesh and blood edible donkey. Gotcha. Yeah, no. One of the uh, for the the way that you are trying to do this plan right now, you realize at this point, you would likely have to follow along with them, and to for for possibly up to ten minutes to keep this thing moving, but remain stealthy behind them to to like get them far enough away that they wouldn't sort of wander back while you guys are. What about a what about a wounded rabbit? Could that plausibly disappear into the undergrowth? Uh, plausibly, yeah. Yeah, okay. I make an illusion of a wounded-looking rabbit. So okay. Like well, you already made the donkey appear. Oh, I did. So now the <laughs> oh. donkey has disappeared and turned into a wounded rabbit. Uh, so you've got their attention. Because that was definitely unexpected. <laughs> you know, that's half the battle. That's half the battle. Um, how, how is the rabbit wounded? It, so it's got, like, it's, it's limping a little bit. Like, one of its hind legs are injured. So it's still hopping, but, like, a little bit slower and sort of listing to one side. Like, just enough that they think they could probably catch it and eat it. That's really sad. 
Well, it's not real, Sam. <laughs> it's just an imagination. It's in your imagination, okay? It's in my you imagination within the imagination of the game. So it's oh, man, it's Inception. It's <laughs> okay, so you, uh, you make this rabbit appear. How far are you sort of... Well, initially I want it to be like just right sort of where they can all see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I make it sort of like move like... Like, maybe they didn't see it because it was sitting still and rabbits are sneaky. And then it's going to just sort of lope off that way, and, and I'm going to make it look like it's disappearing behind a bush. Okay. The uh, the large knoll um, uh, is, like, sees all of this happening and is sort of scanning it while it's going on. Um, and he drops one of the hyena's leashes and kicks it in that direction. Uh, not like drop kicks it. Just like... <laughs> Shoves it forcefully with his foot, uh, and the hyena goes running off after it into the underbrush. And it's sort of like looking around, sniffing a whole bunch, trying to figure out where that tasty morsel went. Uh, but the other ones are still hard at work on that donkey. Whose, I, whose name was I, Feldspar? No one asked. <laughs> can I sneak up to the other boulder? Sure, roll stealth. It's a classic pincer maneuver. <laughs> Sixteen. Okay. Okay. Will you move me to the boulder? Thank you. What um, you doing? How far is that? Uh, I assume while this is going on, we're giving each other all kinds of sweet, like Navy SEAL hand signals. Like to, we can, to I can communicate telepathically. <laughs> 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 well, I don't want to use that as like a crutch. <laughs> I'm gonna cast minor illusion into the water. I'm gonna cast. Uh, I'm gonna make it look like there's um, like a like a small. Um, I just feel bad for all the animals that. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like a I don't like a fox. No, that's too. That's too sad. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, maybe like a. What what animal should I use? Nicole, any ideas? What? Something for them to eat? Yeah, like that's not too sad. I don't. Like Olash is the one who knows about. These oh, things. So right. What do you think they would be attracted to? What do I think they would be attracted to? <laughs> uh, they they are attracted to easy prey, uh, but you would know based on the size of the knolls that something the size of a rabbit probably won't be too enticing to them. It would have to be something larger, like probably a deer. I don't know about knolls. <laughs> like a deer? Uh, yeah, something a deer or larger would probably be your advice. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna cast an illusion of a deer that's like in the stream. It like still looks kind of alive, but it's, you know, sort of like in a peaceful coma. It's on a respirator. It's a deer in an iron lung. It's signed a DNR, it's okay. Okay, so uh, a, a quiet, peaceful deer in the water, um, which... Uh, but that's still real tasty. Oh, yeah, no, it looks succulent. This thing, like, uh, looks delicious. Um, they can't... They, they don't see it. Uh, it's not making any noise. Uh, and it's down, like, in the water, which 
because it's like seven feet from the the edge to the water line. Can I? Wait, can I see what she's trying can to do? Can I also use Mage Hand to like pick up a rock and drop it real hard in the water? Um, yeah, you can do that. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, so you pick up a rock that weighs not more than ten pounds. Right. Uh, drop it in the nine water. Nine nine. <laughs> and. Uh, you you attract the attention of the hyena that was searching for the rabbit, um, and it goes sort of wandering over to the uh, the edge of the water, and it sees that mm, that just uber tasty deer down there. Uh, it leaps off the edge down into the water, right through the the fake deer, um, and it's just sort of like splashing around trying to get its bearings. Uh, I don't know if hyenas can swim. Oh no. Oh. That's just a thing that I. Don't know. <laughs> Should we make a call? <laughs> make the ruling? Uh, well, I will. Let I will roll for it. Roll for it. Uh, it drowns. One <laughs> <laughs> down. That was a uh, yeah. Remove a hyena, just please. We just gotta do that. Twelve more times. All right. <laughs> it, it rolled a natural one. <laughs> Does it look like the other hyenas or the other gnolls noticed that happening? They noticed it jumping down. They can't see it once it's in the water, so they don't know beyond that. Okay. <laughs> You're not gonna like this. I cast Thaumaturgy on myself. <laughs> Here we go. Mm-hmm. I walk right up to the edge of the bridge, and then I use. It's basically. I'm Thaumaturgy is like glowing eyes, aura of Ajia. Mm-hmm. It's gonna drop halfway through because I'm gonna cast Command okay. at third level. Okay. So I can get all four of the gnolls. I'm gonna say. Foul creatures, stand back, clear the path, and, and my command word is, RUN! Okay, what's the, uh, what do they have to do? They have to make, command, uh, they have to, they have to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, that's great. Uh, what is your DC? 14. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, uh, so one of the smaller gnolls turns and runs. <laughs> the other three now know exactly where you are. I figure they would. And start striding forward. Crap. <laughs> uh, how long does your command last? Uh, lasts for a round. One round? Yes. Okay, cool. So that... Uh, that one knoll is essentially going to make it 60 feet. It's one round. Great. Uh, so that knoll is going to get about 60 feet in the opposite direction before anything else happens. And uh, unless you guys got any bright ideas, I think I'm it's gonna, time to roll some niche. I'm going to back up Yarfik by stepping out and with, with a minor yeah, illusion gonna, on my head that makes I'll it I'll step look... out too, but not too close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna step out with a minor illusion on my head so that it looks like flame is just like streaming from my eyes and mouth. So you're a ghost rider? You're a glowing dwarf and a ghost rider bard. And I'm just gonna go flee this place. Okay. Cool, you do that. (laughs) Do they? Uh, you don't know yet. Thank you for listening to part one of our live episode. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. You know when you look at something, and then you look at it again? Almost like you view it, and then you 
review it? We'd sure love it if you reviewed us. And if you wanted to take it a step further and go to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and support the show, why, that would be even better. You can get yourself some sweet rewards and help us improve the show and fund future projects. We got plans, people. With your help, we can complete them even faster. All the music in this episode was written and performed live by Adam Rabin. You can check out all of his work at imadeitup.com. Tune in next time for part two of this live episode as the party throws down with the knolls blocking the road. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife Production.